0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Sam Elliott 64 and welcome back to the Robocast. I'm joined alongside...
1: Steve the American Killjoy.
0: And Bolt Woodrow. And we are here to discuss the final Fight Night episode of BattleBots 2020.
1: <laughs> it's uh, almost over.
0: <laughs> it's, it is almost over, but we've got a, a lot to talk about uh, still to come and a lot to talk about this evening from this week's episode. We are joined by a guest from one of the teams in this episode introduce yourself
2: hey guys i am matt vasquez driver of whiplash
0: matt it's great to have you back i I think at this point you are now our most regular guest ever (laughs) which is kind of ridiculous when you think about it
2: yeah no Um, i was on been on quite a few times now
0: (laughs) yeah we
1: very much appreciate it oh yeah
0: it's fun absolutely um let's talk about 2020 season i mean that start against Sawblaze. blaze when you, when you see you are fighting a robot of that quality, like what, what goes through your head with with the machine? Obviously, I seem to remember seeing that Whiplash was mostly completed when everything got pushed back. I remember, I think you had it assembled pretty much ready to go. Uh but is, that, is that not the case? <laughs> so
2: if BattleBots was to have happened like the initial date they were playing in April, it would have been a struggle to get it finished in time, I okay. think. I think it, we would have got it done, but we wouldn't have had like all the configurations we wanted we would have had a robot but maybe not like our ideal setup so uh that extra time definitely helped and it yeah. gave us it was more extra time than we needed so we did like a lot of testing and uh you know got a lot of different configurations set up but uh yeah so as far as that goes we were we were pretty well off
3: yeah
0: i think it helps you know because you you build everything at home it's not like you go to a, a workshop and, and like out of town and have to travel to go and build your machine You you do most of it I think in your garage, isn't it? <laughs> pretty much.
2: Yeah. So we're one of the lucky teams where pretty much all of our tools, supplies, robots is just in our garage. So, you know, when the quarantine and everything happened, there were a lot of people who like couldn't access the robots. They couldn't go to like whatever school they were at or, you know, their maker space or shop or wherever that may be. So we were kind of like trapped at home. Like I was, you know, home from school and so was my brother so it kind of worked towards our advantage we had a lot of extra time because we had more time like the event got postponed and we had more free time to work on the robot since you're not supposed to be doing anything well, else say, anyway. there
0: wasn't much else you could be doing so you might as well yeah. do something productive
2: <laughs> exactly so we kind of took that into consideration and just put all of our all of our extra time into the robot
0: and, and it certainly shows it, it like for me i think whiplash this season has been very like so smooth out of the box i mean We'll talk about the fight with Sword Blaze a little bit first because things didn't quite go to plan in that fight. It was
2: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah. I mean Sword Blaze has kind of exploited your ground clothes. I understood yeah. what you were going for with the with the top armor being thicker and having like the kind of the flat fronts just to kind of
3: yeah.
0: have some protection there. But was there a part of you that wanted to play the ground game, or did you think there was just no way you're gonna be able to get under Sword Blaze?
2: Uh, a little part of me wanted to play the ground game. I was more concerned about being, you know hit on top, which ended up happening anyway. But a big part of that strategy is that it was kind of an experimental strategy. It's basically what we used against Huge last season. So when you're in the fight card rounds, that's the time to try the experimental stuff. Sure. Because we knew if we have a good loss or a bad loss to Sawblaze, he's like one of our worst-case scenario opponents. So we know that the odds are we'll get robots that we can beat in the next you know round or two. So the fight card rounds, at least my way of looking at it was that's the time to experiment and try something that you wouldn't maybe try in the bracket. Because if it works, that's great. You have like a new, you know, strategy up your sleeve. But if it doesn't work, you still have a chance, you know, make it into the tournament.
0: Yeah. yeah. Especially how it was, it was your first fight as well. So you you, had, you did have time to recover, um, which you did against Gruff. Yeah. Which we, we spoke with, I think it was, was it Will Bales that episode? I think it was, wasn't it? We spoke with, and we, we basically just said to him, like, it was just driving excellence. Like the the, yeah. the last kind of 30 seconds where you like Gruff's in that corner, you did not give them an inch. It was, I've never seen anything. The only thing <laughs> I could really describe it was the way you fought against Bronco, like the way you just didn't give yeah. them
2: mm-hmm.
0: like an inch to breathe. You were on them the whole time. And okay. Yes. You know, there were times where Gruff came back into the fight, but like for the most part, it was just one way traffic. and like, it's, it was yeah. so impressive.
2: <laughs> it's funny. You say like as during the fight. Like I was thinking to myself, I'm like, this feels exactly like fighting Bronco did. You see, you see this is, <laughs> is why
0: people, you know, we, yeah. we, we know what we're talking about. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go on, sorry.
2: Yeah, it was like, it was really the same thing. They're sort of a longer robot. They kind of have a little bit of trouble turning as quick as we can. And uh, we were really just able to get underneath them from any part of the robot. Like they, I mean, they have those forks, but they weren't exactly like ground scraping. So like those little wet, like spring loaded wedges we put on the front were like perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, even if he did lift them, they just kind of like flop upwards and come back down and he couldn't like get a good grab on us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that was very different from the Sawblaze fight where our strategy actually worked like exactly how we wanted it to against gruff.
1: So, and over the course, over the course of the event, we kind of see that gruff doesn't really bend their forks back into shape. They just kind of <laughs> leave them as they are. So I don't know if that's against the uh, works against them, but I mean, it, I mean, you could look at their fight against Distinguisher extinguisher and. Make, yeah. make that what you will, but...
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. And, and obviously the most important question, something that we could decipher at the start of the season, is Whiplash smaller or is the disc bigger? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, to answer Like a caricature question. of itself. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it kind of is. It's
2: So the chassis of the robot is... I mean, it's a brand new build, but it's basically identical to the 2019 chassis. So, there's like a couple little changes, but it's pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. So, the wheels are smaller. We had 10 inch wheel care before. Now we're running eight inch uh, Brazilian wheels, the Black Dragon wheels. And the disc used to be two inches thick and about 11 and a half inches in diameter. And now it's one inch thick and 14 inches. So, like, we kind of changed the proportions of everything, kind of like based on, I guess, our past fights. And we all thought like a lower center, center of gravity would be better with the smaller wheels. And we figured we can use some more tip speed. So making the disc a little bit bigger in diameter definitely helped with that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I was, it's I
0: was to cause a bit more damage, like, especially against gruff, yeah. gruff. We've never seen damaged properly really. And then you fought them and kind of like peel up the, the bottom. And obviously under the bottom of gruff isn't the strongest part of the machine, but it, mm-hmm. it's, and even against saw blades, you were taking chunks out the top as well.
2: Yeah. No, the, I think the new disc was definitely a, we can thank the new disc for that. It's a, you know, having a little bit higher tip speed and having a, you know, a thinner disc because it was like a smaller point of contact. So that's like more pressure wherever we're hitting. So uh, it definitely, it definitely worked out for us.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Although we're not going to talk about your fight with Valkyrie for quite a while. So we'll we'll (laughs) get to that a little bit later on. Um, We start with, uh, for the 10th episode of BattleBots 2020 between Hydra and Uppercut. (laughs) um well, hydra of course the big villains of the series as it's kind of panned out really they've, <laughs> you know, they've ruffled a few feathers i think that's fair to say um this was then back to their best though like as much as we can you know back on their tactics against you. you know i think the tactics were great it's just the you know the sideshow aside from that yeah they did not i mean they got hit twice was it by uppercut the whole fight it was very yeah. impressive and yeah jake was driving very well in this fight
1: yeah i mean he was driving really well I- we could say he was driving really well in that huge fight, too, well, but we we'll won't touch he on did. that. That's, that's what I mean. But I mean, you can give him all the credit in the world for that fight. That was exceptional. Um, but this fight, yeah, it was, it was a it was a driving exhibition. Uh, he had the ground game completely under control. However, once again, we have this Wayachi fascination with getting too low to the ground. And <laughs> yeah, the, the ground is uneven. I, I hear people talk about how, oh, the floor isn't flat. The floor isn't flat. This conversation needs to stop. It, it's yeah. meant to be slightly off to break the ground game up they have these things called like with the, the little whack-a-moles to break up the ground game it's it, it's it's there for a reason to prevent you from box dressing anybody however i don't i don't I, i've gotten to the point of not liking why there's a a seam in one of the squares of all the places <laughs> to put it why would yeah, you put it's it in a, one of the starting squares it's a challenge that's, that. that's besides the point
3: I yeah, do I've... feel like the, the arena itself has has seen a little bit of damage, just enough to cause an issue to something as low as Hydra. And yeah. we saw it a bit with Uppercut as well, just bouncing off the floor a couple of times. Um, there was one moment where Hydra sort of got boxed in by the arena um, yeah. and uh, it, it couldn't go anywhere, which I found yeah. kind of ironic after its last fight. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was it was definitely a... a dominant performance from HYDRA Uppercut I mean they had similar issues to what Lockjaw has in the past in getting stuck in the, the kill source slots a couple mm-hmm. of times with their forks um, but you know what, what can you do if, if one robot's going to go low you've got to try and go lower unless you don't try that, and just try and outdrive them. And I think you just, Hydra just
1: is do that incredible. thing where they kind of stood on their sides
3: and tried to cut them over the top. That was top. so see, funny. <laughs> I like Genuinely really thought round. that he was <laughs> going to try and pivot in and and, and get horizontal. Hit. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that
0: was so funny. It was when your vertical great doesn't watch. watch
3: horizontal.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it was it was a clever idea because you know they had not armored up for a horizontal, so why not give it a go? Mm.
1: <laughs> I wanted to see that armor tested. This I, this I thought was the fight where we were finally going to see if Hydra can take a hit. Like uh, i mean we did see it against witch doctor um but, but i wanted yeah, to see but they,
0: they they were struggling in that fight with yeah witch they, well, the, the they?
1: teeth got chopped and it wasn't really full full tilt witch doctor i feel like this would have been a really really the, probably their best test for how tough the robot really is but we didn't see it because hydra's hydra yeah,
2: yeah i think i think jake was assuming that if he got if uppercut got like one good hit he would be done like yeah. one of those like those hits against sawblaze or even like Gemini, if he got like one hit like that, Hydro would have been done. Yeah, Like I'm pretty sure of it. Because I mean, the chassis is all like maybe like eighth inch, 316s titanium, like all around. So that's really not very thick. So I think Uppercut would have gone right through. So he was
3: being very careful in that mm-hmm. fight. I don't believe he yeah. has uh, spares of, of his chassis or his frame or something like that.
0: Um, well, it, it, you know, obviously we'll, we'll get to it a bit later on, but that their fight in the in the bracket could be quite spicy if it, if their opponent can connect with them.
3: <laughs> indeed.
1: Um, also, speaking. also we 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 didn't talk about the fighting arena floor that they put in there. No.
0: The, the, oh yeah, that was <laughs> so, <laughs> like I was very meta, wasn't it? I was like, ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've become self-aware. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I will say, I think, I think the reason why uppercut really struggled in this fight is because their amazing spin-up time, which we noticed against Sawblaze, that was kind of missing. I think they had damage to one of them. I think they have two motors, one to kind of give them that amazing instant speed, like spin-up time, and then one to keep it where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. I think that first motor had some kind of damage to it. I'm sure someone can correct me if I'm wrong in the comments.
3: Certainly one of their belts looked slack. Yeah, it wasn't quite where it should be. You can see it popping out the top and you think, oh, that shouldn't be there. Yeah, Um, I mean... Yeah,
2: I don't know for sure, like what was up, but I know a lot of the time when you're spinning up like a big brushless, if you have a big brushless weapon system like that, sometimes it takes like a little bit of finesse with the stick to like get it to spin up, right? You got to start like really slow and then kind of ramp it up. And when you get thrown in the air like that and land, like that's just going to like throw off your mind completely. (laughs) Yeah. And then, so it could have just been like a mental thing just from getting thrown like that a little bit of panic there. But, uh, yeah, I think hydro is just too low and, you know, too consistent.
0: Yeah, yeah. Credit to Hydra. They, they they absolutely bullied uh, uppercut, and you know it went the three minutes, which you know you can that's all you can ask for really. But it just couldn't quite finish off. It Neither could finish off the other really, which is a testament to how good both of them are. Huh. Yeah. Fight number two: Saw Blaze and Rusty.
2: Oh, <laughs> Rusty.
0: Oh, Rusty. I mean, what, 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 what do you make of of Rusty as a as an entry this year, Matt? Because obviously you fought sawblaze you haven't fought Beater, of course but the like sawblaze is a properly high end robot oh, yeah. as as he's Beater, i suppose in the same way like like and then you're pairing them against rusty i mean <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what do you think of that it's like would, would you like to have a go against rusty <laughs>
2: well one thing i will say is rusty outlasted us against sawblaze rusty lasted <laughs> three minutes true. we yeah. did not last the three minutes this is true <laughs> so- this something be better
0: than confirmed right <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh, no it's, it's just like a you know tough little reliable robot he just kind of you know because a lot of new builders they'll like look at you know and force and tombstone and, like okay i'm gonna like copy that or do something like that and he just kind of said like screw all that i'm gonna build something with all the you know random stuff i could find and whatever comes out the end you know that's that's cool so uh yeah that's cool he just kind of built whatever he wanted to and went there and fought and made a name for himself probably yeah. beyond what he ever thought he would.
0: It's
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty if, cool.
0: if, if you think about it, you look, you look at most of the teams this year, like, it's, it's, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, if, if you're sat at home, if, you, if you're a viewer sat at home, a casual viewer that watches BattleBots every week but, like, isn't into the sport say like, we are, if you're watching at home and you're going you're, you're to remember Rusty, you're not going to remember, you know, vertical spinner number 312. For me, like, It's a showcase of, you know, not necessarily having the most amazing technical machine, but, like, just having a lot of personality in your machine can get you a long way, and I think Rusty this year has been the epitome of that. Uh Rusty has taken
3: off in a way that I don't think anybody was truly expecting. The cult following that Rusty has gained across all of the meme groups, and (laughs) you know, the entire fandom itself, I think there isn't, well, there might be a single person who doesn't like Rusty, but they're wrong, um, <laughs> you know. Rusty, Rusty for me is the the true embodiment of a true sort of. It's what Robot Wars was trying to instill back in the classic era. It's a it's a true sort of garage build, almost that you know is it is parts thrown together and this bit will fit with this bit. The fact that it's brushless, I think, surprised a lot of people. Um, <laughs> and just Dave Eaton just brings such. The personality and he, he is such a good...
0: he just seems so pleased oh. to be there yeah like I think that's the, the thing as well like he, he probably was probably not going to be doing much and thought huh this might be a great year to do this because obviously there's not going to be many competitors going because of you know the pandemic and what have you mm-hmm. and he he well, again, took advantage he was, of he
3: was confirmed in before the pandemic was even a thing it was, was it? he was, yeah he was one of the teams who were confirmed before and we were like what is this yeah oh, right. um, Fair enough. but yeah no I think he's I think the pandemic has helped him a lot in building such a big name. I don't think he and Rusty would have had as much screen time no. had, A, he not been yeah. as entertaining as he is, and, B, had Rusty sort of not grown as a massive following. With With a smaller field, you're going to look at some of the more, maybe not joke robots, because I don't think Rusty is a joke robot, but the more unconventional robots. Yeah. Um,
1: makes me interested to see what happens if he comes back what what yeah, would a rusty 2.0 look like from here you know i think
3: <laughs> for me i want to see a wider base of it almost yeah. I, I feel like it is very tall and thin he's a skinny boy um yeah. so if he has sort of more surface area on the ground he might not go over as easily yeah, he's know.
1: got the chomp 2.0 issue where he tips yeah. over not as bad <laughs> But, but I mean, it, it
0: has the also it has the, the Walker. Interesting. It, it also has the excellent self-writing that Chomp uh, season yeah. two had, like yeah. the kind of yeah. the, the arms that pivot it over. Well,
1: don't great. they have? The, doesn't they have the little things that like pop out, like Exterminator too? I think I've um, seen those too.
0: Possibly, I'm not, sure, not sure Rusty does. Answers, in the, Answers yeah, in, I mean, in the comments. Answers um, in the comments. I've
2: um, seen them. like they're basically like last year's Chomp if it was built yeah. in a box. Uh, like
0: that's that's uh, yeah. pretty much. Uh, so it does have the pistons at the ears, then. Okay. As for Sawblaze. I mean, it won the fight. I mean, it, it dominated. It, yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: I, I think Jameson goes into this fight saying, "I'm going to make this go the full three minutes, make it as entertaining as possible, because I don't think I can lose this fight. It, it well, was his fight to lose. Yeah, and I mean, if he it, lost it this fight, this would been embarrassing. Hurt his if terrible. terrible.
0: If, he had, if he had have lost it, I think like there's an argument to say that Sawblade shouldn't get in the bracket, but you know, <laughs> the bracket. Who knows? <laughs> right. Uh, this
2: is like a sorry we gave you uppercut fight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty, but it does seem that way a little bit. Um, yeah. Credit to the team as well to, for getting blades back together after that beating yeah. that it, it did take. It was it was looking a bit of a mess and it, it looked yeah. very good at this fight. Oh, yeah. Fight three is Tantrum and Gamma 9. Gamma 9, I haven't seen since, that like, really good showing against Chomp and to be fair, had a pretty good showing against Tantrum as well. Like, Tantrum... Yeah took their time to beat them but eventually they did do the kind of the quality of tantrum paid off and i think we've really started to see tantrum come into its own now yeah. like that yeah. that punching weapon we're
1: starting really- to see the boxing champion come through a little bit yeah. i think this is really similar to how they fought in china like it, it just, just this is very this, this this is very much what you would expect now it's very knowing peculiar
3: that. to to see boxing champion in china do you know reasonably well and do what they yeah. wanted to and then tantrum comes back and it's still struggling to do it to start with but yeah this fight was really uh the uh the spin up and punch that we we all know and wanted and, and love
1: this fight was strange though because it it was edited almost in such a way that i thought they were going to like blow through it and highlight it because there were no mm. there were no box intros there was nothing just in the fight oh they're in the box
0: now here yeah, we go that was that was so strange like cause, mm-hmm. like for the only for... fight that's done that well, we, we actually missed the fight last week. Like, I, I haven't yeah. actually acknowledged this. We missed the we missed the mammoth versus deadlift yes, fight. Did. Oh yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Like yeah. um, that was a thing. Um, yeah. It was highlighted for a, for a reason, I think. But
1: you know, just a pushing fight. Mammoth lost their chain really early, and they just pushed each other for three minutes. So yeah, well, I, I could see. The deadlift's did. been having issues, unfortunately. Even though they've probably gotten more screen time as a team than any other team in those opera <laughs> boxes, was, I'm going to keep saying it. Cheering it
3: on, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh dear. I just um, remind you they're there. Yeah, back to the, the tantrum and Gamaline, if I may. I think, I think tantrum this year, like, like they've a bit quietly got under the radar because they only lost their first fight, in my opinion, because they ran out of juice. They literally yeah. ran out. of
1: yeah. play Aaron around says around that at the end too. He's like, "Well, we really didn't lose that first fight.
2: Yeah. We kind of beat ourselves. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They just didn't yeah, I mean, win it."
2: it. <laughs> yeah, it's true, and like, and that's another thing where there's like strength of schedule and like how your fight went really goes into like your placement in the tournament. So, like, they've basically had, like, two and a half wins, kind of. <laughs> nice.
1: I said that to my dad. Yeah. Oh, it's funny you yeah. say that. I'm like, they, yeah. they basically got a half a win there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and whatever issues they had there, they fixed. So they could also take that into consideration because they didn't just die in their other two fights. So, no. Yeah.
0: It is a bit of a shame we haven't got the flamethrower arms anymore. I will say that oh, much. Yeah. But I think, mm. you know, that 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 spinning... Punching drum is really starting to crank up now, and it, it did some nice damage to Gamma Nine. You know, granted, Gamma Nine may not be the strongest opponent in the world, but you've still got to beat who's in front of you, and that's yeah. exactly what Tantrum did.
3: Testing that Gamma Nine should, you know, I think they they wanted every robot to get at least two fights, and I think every robot now has, I think oh. maybe.
1: Um, I wonder if Gamma Nine has another basement fight we haven't seen. If they had a third, possibly.
3: Um, we'll never. We'll, no, who knows? But yeah, it's, it's a shame we didn't get to see third fights for um, for deadlift, for pain train, or for uh, slapbox because they yeah. were all at one and one as well. And this is one of the yeah. fights where I might have inserted one of those three to see well, what happens if one of them. Well, in, gets in, in
0: previous seasons, they've done like little compilations, haven't they? Like I, I know, I know, Mammoth got its highlighted fight last week, but it was the only one, and I found that. Mm-hmm. Yeah quite strange as well the
1: only one that had tournament implications
0: yeah right but but at the same time like you know they, they've done in the past you know i think it was it when they had the, the fights with deep six and kingpin and uh, daisy cutter and things like that last year tantrum had a couple last year as well it, it, i don't know why they didn't include it i can, you know i can see why especially in this episode because it was quite packed but like in an episode where there are a few shorter fights and they only have seven fights in the episode they could have mm-hmm. put more in but
3: i think this might be why that they... They shortened this fight to yeah. earn time to make the the thirty two reveal at the end of the episode yeah. something yeah. a bit yeah, exactly. more. Than, and I guess stepping
1: more in more fight fights fight. just kind of muddies it up a little bit, yeah. you know. Yeah. Or like there's, there's fights a, there's a that the really fight. didn't have yeah. Sure. yeah, and fights that really didn't have a, a a bearing on on bracket placement. Really, like you knew who was getting in. Like when you see that mammoth deadlift fight and mammoth wins that fight, I kind of knew from that point that mammoth was going to at least get up a spot somewhere. Uh, with the way they fr- with the way that they framed it. But, I don't know what do you think of this fight, Matt?
2: <laughs> uh, I think it was a, it was a good fight for Tantrum just to show like how well their weapon works. It was really just like a showing off fight for them, I think, yeah. because like Gamma 9 really couldn't get underneath. It was really not a good matchup for them. So uh, I think Tantrum just really wanted to show off like, we're, we're you know here to be in the tournament. We want to do well here. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was definitely a show off fight for them, I think.
1: Absolutely. They show ahead. off they did.
3: Yeah, Twenty eighteen oh, yeah. Tantrum. I mean, you wouldn't believe that the Tantrum team would be sort of in the bracket yeah. now. The,
1: the, the, yeah. the, the bot that fought another robot just to see if they could flip it like a burger.
3: Yeah. That was, <laughs> it's that, this is that robot. <laughs> As they said, they're, they're peaking at the absolute best time. This is their best fight. And, yeah. you know, going strong into the 32. It's going to be a, an interesting ride with Tantrum, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to kind see... It
2: the- to show, like, last year, they didn't do particularly well but uh, I mean, kind of like not to give up on like a interesting or new design that like has potential. Cause the reason they didn't do well last year wasn't because like, it wasn't a good idea. It was just because they had issues. Like it didn't work how they wanted it to. So it's uh, taking a little bit of time to, you know, adjust the design well, well, a little look bit. Yourselves. You know? I mean,
0: you had splatter, yeah. you know, way yeah. back when it didn't feature yeah. for two seasons. And then yeah. suddenly you've been in the top eight for you know yeah. the last two. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: like really the only difference there was, you know, changing some bad drive sprockets and some chains and then, it made all the difference at RoboGames in 2017. So, like, sometimes it's just a tiny thing like that will make all the difference in the world.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, speaking of tiny things that make a difference, um, and short fights as well, I suppose. Uh, Hypershock and Endgame. <sighs> it's quite funny because this is my pick to win the season, and it's uh, Jeremy's pick to win the season. So this wow. is this is interesting to to see. I'm sure, Sam. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um Hypershock didn't really get going they, uh, no. Endgame just did not give them a, a second did they no. Like it,
3: they used the same yeah. tactics as they did against Tombstone they bodied them yeah. and, like um, two two the letter. It, it, they put
1: them in the Endgame corner they put yeah, them in the Endgame a... timeout spot
3: I <laughs> oh, yeah. think it's an, the it's a shame because i think they were just trying to get the shreemek working when endgame comes and hits them again and just on the shreemek the shreemek <laughs> yeah. gets stuck on the on the railings and you're like oh well that's mm-hmm. not coming down is it
0: i remember um, we were saying earlier in the season i think was it the shreemek guy
3: was it broke their ankle or something like that yeah he yeah. broke a leg and had to go to hospital instead of going to go into battle bots so um <sighs> it's a shame yeah. how could he how rude, <laughs> how rude of him honestly. was in the pre-season um it was a bit yes. of footage so we all sort of knew what was going to happen I still predicted Hypershock because it felt wrong not, but mm. I just kind of knew that
0: it, its he, days were numbered in this fight. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's it's a shame, but hey, at least we've got that cool QR code out on the bottom of. Hypershock. Yeah, what about that? that? Don't help! Tell them help! About that. Oh, oh, <laughs> so, sorry. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me! I mean, for those that don't know. Shall we reveal it? We won't reveal it. There's, no. There's, there's if you of can find
1: there. the th- yeah. find it and scan the QR code, you deserve to know what's behind it. All I'm yeah. saying ah. is, I
0: hope you've got seventy thousand dollars spare, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm also really disappointed that he didn't make it sixty-nine thousand four hundred twenty dollars. That's <laughs> that's the obvious. Come on, Will. Do you want to go halves? I mean, if we go thirds, Stevie, can you keep it as we in go storage? thirds? Yeah. Yeah. three hands. I that already movie? missed out on
3: the Red Devil
1: yeah. uh, Dragon purchase yeah, oh,
0: yeah.
1: I, I mean, that i Matt, wanted you've you know you,
0: you've really got a battle but one i have two you
3: know <laughs> anyway what about buy four? someone's got to buy buy four still well, this, I is think. <laughs> this is true this is very true there's now three three big names up for sale yeah, kind of um <laughs> nuts
0: um back to the fight i mean is there much point going back to the fight i mean endgame one that was uh, endgame that was did a
1: one. yeah endgame did an interesting thing mm. where they had the lance out the front very yeah. very uh Bogelbatsy, yeah, I, I like thinking, that.
0: Yeah, I, I thought they were pretending to be a beetle light or something like that. I don't know. But it's, <laughs> they did oh, it's, almost kill Kenny Florian. I think we need yes, to cover did. this. This um, was yeah. that. This was that clip yeah. of him getting. I did like uh, at capped. the start of the season. Like they, they were like, oh yeah, you know, Kenny's gonna die. And he's just like, it's unfortunate. no, it, it he got just shot a tiny right little, little bit of plastic just comes off. I don't really off, know what that bit of the plastic is. What it's like it the, for? it's like you know like. You know when you're at school or like in an office, you got like a piece of plastic that covers like those like bar lights. Uh, it's kind of that that's just come off and fell off into Kenny's lap, really. The head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it would have been scarier because like it's, like something's coming near you, like regardless of. I think
3: the, the shunkest would have been. You know, the, they they flinch every time something is. Sure. towards Wait, them would you, what, so this time when something's hit towards them and then something falls off it's like ah it's come through and, <laughs> right yeah
1: but like that's the reaction you're thinking if something hits you something went horribly wrong yeah so i'm sure when you oh, look yeah. at his face at the end there he's like oh my god what just happened i hope
0: that he <laughs> sent the end game team his dry cleaning bill that's all i awesome. yeah. say. <laughs> um yeah i mean end game Matt, yeah. i mean what, what, a, what a machine what, like, talk, talk us through that as well because it's, it's just such a it just seems like, okay, the fight against Bloodsport was kind of a one off because Bloodsport was was very good. Yeah. But, like, how good is Endgame this season relative to last you have year? Give Sam some confidence that his Bloodsport can actually win. Please, I need this.
2: <laughs> no, Endgame is really solid this year. I mean, their first fight against Tombstone, everyone was just like, oh my God, like, that's, this is going to be brutal for anyone to take on. Then they fought Bloodsport and had like a little slump which was, I mean, that was partly because Bloodsport was, you know, an amazing robot, but yeah. they also had some little issues where the drive went up in smoke. And I don't remember exactly what happened, but it was something, it's something that you want to get out of the way in a fight card match and not in the yeah. tournament. Sure. So um, hopefully, I mean, I'm sure they fixed whatever happened in that fight, but uh, yeah, against hypershock, it was like tombstone part two. It was just an immediate yeah. knockout. Like the ground game end game is playing is so good. Like those yeah. little bite force looking wedgelets, and then, like you said, that one long, like prong sticking out the front. So, uh, and those are all spring-loaded too. Yeah. So it's like they're really trying to play that ground game, and they did an amazing job at it.
0: Mm-hmm. Say, so, the little forks just don't look as good as the big plow. They don't.
3: No, I, I, no,
0: I agree. I mean, I don't know what it is, but they—they they, they seem. It just doesn't seem right. But
3: <laughs> it's, it becomes more boxy. I feel with the with the nice sloped things, and they're all curves and nice shapes and things. You know. Man does love those curves, but um, yeah. <laughs> when, when, when they take them off and put the put the wedgelets on, it's
0: it's very box. It's not the same effect, is it? But like, no. I, but I I understand why they've done it. It's it is definitely yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Plus, you wanted to see that if, if these things that you brought actually work, you know, that's sure. another thing where Matt was saying, and I agree. Like, you're gonna you want to try as many things as the, in these fight, uh, these uh, fight night rounds as possible it's an uh, to see tactic. what works and doesn't. I think
3: yeah. it's a tactic that the Scorpios team of teased that they're going to be using against. Um, uh, against Witch Doctor in the bracket is that they have a sort Spoilers, of...
0: Spoilers, Jamin, God! Sorry, sorry, <laughs> guys, sorry.
3: I mean, at this um, point. I know, I know. They, it's sort of this spiked upright attachment that mm. they want to try and get underneath the wheels of four-wheel drive verts. And mm. it's an interesting tactic. I feel it's something similar to what Endgame brought in this fight. It's something yeah. just to prop them up on a little point so that they're not quite getting the full traction to really ram into them and i think it worked well
2: yeah and like when you do that you're always running the risk of kind of playing keep away with yourself if mm. you can't really get under them like you're just trying to keep them away from your weapon but if it does work it's very effective
3: it's a very effective strategy so it, uh, it
0: just it just distracts them enough to like make it make it not an easy challenge to hit you basically
3: yeah yeah i mean it so, could have been this thing that that just didn't do anything <laughs> and it's just it's playing the, the getting your head game like,
0: right. we've got this thing to put on the robot <laughs> but, but, but teams teams have done that as well like you know like when you know we spoke to Matt Spurk a few weeks ago about their fight with huge you know they 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 you know, they, they thought about taking the bike cracker, just moving it around sort of thing and mm. that kind of thing it just it's just enough to you know get in your opponent's head it, it's it, it can offset them it, it, you know at the end of the day it's a competition you want to win yeah yeah let's talk about fight number five which was a brilliant fight between P1 and Smee. I mean, (laughs) this was so fun. Both robots worked way better than they have all season long. Mm Mm-hmm p1 was doing its thing the, the deadlift the one the one-handed yeah. you know carrying across the arena was phenomenal and i thought it was the only leave.
1: bot he could ever do that with honestly <laughs> no. what other form factor could you have lifted something up and had it right between those two forks on that front hinge so flipper good. we heard the word front hinge flipper on battlebots, by the way from yes. the team <laughs> at least
0: <laughs> we've waited so long um, I, I did like as well how Smeeze wedge was kind of inverted colours because it was mm. it, it was blue with orange text now it's orange with blue yeah.
1: text. What are those stickers stuck on with? Because they just they just peel off. <laughs> Hope. It's like an
3: entanglement EVA device. <laughs>
2: Part of that is I know those wedges are UHMW and, w, and oh, from really? experience nothing sticks to UHMW. No. Yeah like, nothing. Nothing <laughs> like, sticks to polyethylene. Won't stick. Nothing stickers no, won't stick.
0: paint. yeah <laughs> absolutely not like un- unless you're Nick Cole Nicholas Cole, no paint stays on, on UHMW or HDPE, it's just not possible. It That's just doesn't. magic with his robots though. You
1: gotta no, weld it. that stuff together if you want it to stick to itself, if nothing else.
3: But, but sticking melted,
1: stuff to it, yeah. forget it, yeah.
3: Um, yes. Such a good fight. I think what we were saying when we were watching this episode um, as, a, as a group together, we were saying that this is heavyweight, beetleweight SME. This is what Smee is like on the beetleweight scene. This is yep. how it fights, doing the big spins, you know, uh, really... Directing the fight, but at the same time, P one was just lower, and it got yeah. underneath, picked him up, and said, "Right, we it's go this It's to
0: do that all season, though, hasn't it? Because like, it yeah. had the the ground game pretty good as well, like a bit too mm-hmm. well for their own good at times. But it, like, they've they've been very good at you know exposing ground clearances, and you know those those low wedges have been pretty useful. Obviously, I don't think it had the wedges in this fight, but for the most part, they've been quite good at getting under their opponents.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I suppose we should talk about the results obviously it meant p one won and yeah. went two and one but p1 was the only team at term one that didn't go into the bracket it's now, very
1: poor timing because if this was in the yeah. previous episode maybe so, this wouldn't have hit as hard
0: there's been a lot of complaints online you know shock horror when these things happen you know people have voiced their opinion which they're entitled to do for, for me this is coming from you know we, we've you know we've had the P one team on the podcast before we think they you know they're, they're really nice guys they've got a brilliant machine this year clearly they've done really well yeah I think the selection committee got it right it's it's very difficult because if you're going based purely on results I completely understand the complaints because obviously they've won two fights and teams like Tombstone teams like Witch Sox have only won one and so do you put them above them well you can't really. Mm. I think the issue with is, and the reason why a lot of people are quite up in arms about this in particular is because P1 had an amazing fight on the episode where they revealed the bracket, and as such, it's fresh in people's memories. And you're thinking, well, yeah. surely they've got to go in. Yeah. But who would you take out? Like, Gruff did so well against Hypershock. They've done... Okay, they didn't have a great fight against Extinguisher, but they did... You know, they that's really the argument. And well. I
1: I I think yeah. people begging on hypershock is just mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so don't, like, don't do that. Let's just be uh, clear here.
0: The teams don't choose to yeah. like, it's not I mean, obviously they got picked. Okay. They, yeah.
3: They're as much the victim here as anyone is. Yeah. Like um, at, the,
0: at the end of the day, like, of course, everyone wants to be in the bracket. Someone's going to yeah. miss out.
1: Yeah. They um, expanded it from 16 to 32. This yeah. is like, yeah. if anybody watches here, here watches college football, uh, they have the college football playoff and it's four teams right now. It's like, oh, we should expand it to eight uh why not 16 why not 32 yeah. yeah. there's always going to be people that are upset
3: yeah that is... their
1: team didn't get in
3: i put a video so, up yeah. uh last night at time of recording of if does the 32 suck and to be honest no um when we went through it and i looked at maybe reseeding it a lot of the robots only moved a couple of places and you know some of them didn't move at all they were all reasonably well placed. Um and it, it needed- You also have to
0: remember as well, like this is all quite a quick turnarounds. Like yeah. these fights would have happened and then the next day they probably would have started filming bracket fights. I mean, right. Matt, I'm sure you can give us a little bit more context and how like how quick the turnaround was, but I can't imagine it was very long.
2: No, it, it's very quick. Like the brackets, I mean, after like the last day of fight card fights, they just like scramble to get together. Like they'll send us like the fights for the next day at like three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> like it's they are up all night trying to figure
1: this Treg, out. Greg and Trey go to sleep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't even try to stay up for it. I just wake in the morning. I'm like, I'll just wait. I'm not going to stay up and wait for this email to come through.
3: I think it's a case of, as you said, Sam, if you're putting P one in, who do you take out? And if you look at the people that or the robots that are in the season, I think they all deserve uh, they all deserve to be in that 32. Yeah. Those that aren't in the 32, I don't think have performed quite well enough this time to get into the 32. Yeah. I think, as you said, even with P1, its sort of strength of schedule and the way it's won its fights, yes, it it had a very quick fight against Kronos and it had a really good fight against Smee, but again, Kronos has struggled this season. Smee is a first time bot and they lost quickly to Copperhead. It's a shame, I think. Of course. If there was a round of 33, they definitely get to It <laughs> doesn't work time, like that, does it? Also, like, it doesn't the unfortunate
2: thing man. is just like P1 in its Cronus fight and its Me fight, it did as well as it could have possibly done in both those yeah, fights. Yeah, of course. Like yeah. with the robots they were given, like maybe they weren't top tier robots, but right. they did as well as they could have. And then they lost to copperhead which copperheads just like (laughs) insane. it's
1: a stupid robot
2: (laughs) like like maybe had they like lasted longer against copperhead or like got into a judge's decision or something they would have made it in which i think honestly i think they would have made it in had they maybe lasted longer with copperhead but it's it's just kind of a little bit unlucky and uh they kind of drew this short stick with this one Also
3: remember that both gruff and hypershock who are the two main ones that everybody is talking about is why are they there um both of those robots had two main events. Yeah. They had one... So, Gruff had one against yourself. Um, and, and one against Hypershock. And one against Hypershock. And then, if you look at international broadcast, their fight against Endgame in this episode... And Mammoth. Mammoth ...will be broadcast, and
0: the Mammoth one will be broadcast as international main events. So, you know... It's, it's tough, because, you know, as, as we said, like, no one wants to be eliminated, and, you know, being so... Like, as, as good as P1 has been this season, like... Of course, they're going to be gutted, but you know, what yeah. has to miss out. Like, it's it's it's, this, it's like if we remember back to when to when Duck didn't beat Bombshell in the Rumble, yep. like it's exactly the same. Like Duck won the fight, but because it didn't do the damage, Bombshell won. It's 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 that easy. Like you can't you can't please everyone ultimately. Nope. Like whether whether P one would you know, and as well as you also have to remember, it is a TV show. Like yep. at the end of the day if you're going to pick a 30 second seed, for example, is P1 going to last against Hydra? The odds, like, I'd say it's more likely that Hypershock's going to do more to, to Hydra than it is than P1. Like, you, you to have... a fight
3: we've seen before and hopefully they'll have learned from last year not to just exactly. drive up the
0: wedge and end up out of the arena. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, you know. And also please try and remember that the selection committee are people too. Like, yes. yeah. if, even if they, you know, if you perceive that they've made a mistake, like at the end of the day, they're doing this for fun as well like
1: and this was filmed months ago it's not like this was like a live sports thing it's hard to get mad at people that made decisions months ago
0: yeah so i
1: mean i think another
2: part of it is like robots like p1 or like slapbox that maybe weren't given like a fair chance to make it in the bracket Mm. like a lot of it is a lot of teams that are like doing really well now kind of had to pay their dues in the past yeah Yeah. and even like like us or even like scorpios for example and you know maybe rotator and a few others that kind of just a good one in past seasons and then came back. Or maybe they were overlooked and didn't get really a fair shot, and then came back and you know kicked butt the next few seasons.
0: So, I'm, I'm uh, sure P1 like it was, yeah. like next season. Like I mean, let's face it. This has given loads of fodder for you know potential fights next year. You know P1 oh, yeah. versus Hypershock. I, I want to yep. see that. You know. Yep. I mean.
2: And I guarantee the selection committee, when they see T one next year, they're going to be like,
3: we're not screwing them over
2: again. (laughs) No, yeah. The
3: team are already off to a good start this year. I mean, so they competed at Norwalk Havoc with their uh, 12-pound robot uh, P12, Mm -hmm. and they won. They did, yeah, and, you know, uh, they and the um,
0: class, and... and I think was it is it Star Child the beetle white as well? Yes, oh, yeah. 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 amazing Robot damage fantastic. to
1: the one we couldn't remember last week, but we did some, yeah, kind we, of we did like some the, the one with huge wheels.
0: <laughs> yeah, we did some research and we, we remembered. Um, yeah. Obviously, feel free to go wild in the yeah. comments, but be respectful to everyone yeah. involved. At the end of the day, this ultimately it's a TV show about fighting robots. What are you going to do? Come on, I like, think be, there's, you know, there's been, been
3: enough negativity about yeah. this whole thing now and we just need to move on get
0: on with the round of 32 yeah, it's, it's been, and enjoy yeah. the rest of the season absolutely can't, yep. can't agree more here here right, back to more negativity Beta yeah. and Grabot. <laughs> what <Where> was <laughs> this draw? Uh, beta it, it, so this, uh, as we know this season um, Beta's first fight was its third fight obviously Victor's kind of said that multiple times I. it is funny it is funny I was it in this fight where I can't remember if it was this fight, but like there was a commentary slip up somewhere and it's referred to as beta's second win or something like that. I can't remember exactly where it is, but there was was a little slip up in commentary and it it was said in the show. So they they acknowledged it. Let's go. Um, More importantly, this was beta at its very, very best. And the the magnets worked perfectly. It was so nice. I really want to say
3: that the fact that Beta now doesn't jump when it hits oh. is scary it's weird and I don't like it it's, yeah. it's unnatural it's so strange We're so, <laughs> so I was talking to somebody about this earlier in the week and it was like classic era robots didn't jump because they weren't all that powerful mm-hmm. when they hit then you get to things like Terahertz and Beta that started the hitting hard the and it yeah. just all just over bouncing the shop. across like and now just, we've gone back <laughs> to bouncing across not- the, <laughs> yeah. the arena now we've gone back to robots not jumping when they hit with the axe and it's like yeah. oh that kind of been a very Good hit, and then you look and
0: grabbot's just on fire. <laughs> that was it was so disconcerting. But like when they did, they did the slow mo replays of like it like you can see the whole machine just like hunker down right. to the floor, yeah. and it was just this is exactly what they planned to do it's at the slipping, start of the isn't season.
3: It. It's Ra2 physics in real life. It's, it's weird. cheating. I don't it's, like
0: it. Uh, it made me feel all it's you know, so g- strange. It was awful.
1: But it's, it's, I mean, it's interesting because. It's we're so used to beta firing its
3: hammer when it drives. I wonder if it can even fire it when I it's driving. Don't it can. That's yeah. that's Why the thing, and the that's tactics of going. We have to get them to the wall, stop them, and then we have to wait yeah. on them. Right? Yeah. It's so the only way that they can hit this season, which makes more sense when you look at what they were trying to do against with rota- Rotator. With
1: Rotator, yeah, it's 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 almost impossible for them to to get a hit with, in with unless Rotator so is stopped.
3: Mm. I mean, like, maybe it's a design like, flaw, but you know, you're tossing up. Do we hit more, but risk getting turned over or jumping so much that the, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or do we try and control the fight to a corner where we can use our hammer as much as we like? And it's it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like the magnets on beta are like awesome. Like seeing it stuck to the floor like that and fire the hammer and not even like budge, like it's obviously like anchored there when it fires the hammer. So like, that's so cool. Like you were saying, like they can't move when they do that. So, As far as like fighting, like they fought like Rusty and Grabot and like the hammer worked awesome. The strategy was great. But I think the selection committee was just like, let's give them someone they can just like wail on. We want to see like poor Grabot. (laughs) Yeah. They they just wanted to see beta work, I think. But uh yeah, once they like yeah, once they get in the, you know, the tournament and they fight, you know, a more top tier competitor, it's well I mean, that's when you really get to see like if this new strategy pays off. Because this... we didn't really get to see with Rotator, obviously. No. So,
3: um, no. Yeah. The, the new strategy, I have to say, is reasonably underwhelming, but it's effective. Yeah. Um, when when they can get a robot stopped and start hitting them, they really do smack with oh, yeah. some power.
0: Like, I, I, yeah. It's, it's, it, does, it does seem to me that the beta, like, this has, has gone from being, like... Cause... When we saw it in 2016, you know, when it hit things, you know, you you saw the impact and you knew what was going on. There was a lot of movement. This year, it's it's kind of quite clinical. And, like, when it's, like, hitting on top of grab towards the end and, like, the smoke starts pouring out, you're just like, oh... Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Once
3: Beta starts hitting this season, these are going
0: to be some of the best hits that John Reed has ever seen. The greatest um, hits of John Reed. <laughs> of <the> greatest, <laughs> beta's greatest hits. <laughs> I want to see an album. Like, whoever's listening, I want to see an album sent to us, an album cover of John Reed's face with, with yeah. his hammer. <laughs> the greatest hits of John Reed. <laughs> oh, poor like, Grabbop. Look like
2: I'm sticking to the floor. It's really, I mean, when you think about it, like look at a robot like Sawblaze, like they really don't fire their weapon unless they have someone like absolutely pinned. Like I know from experience yes. <laughs> that they don't really fire it unless you are totally pinned. So like beta is kind of doing the same mm-hmm. thing. So, I mean, it is a valid strategy. It's not, maybe it's a little bit easier for Sawblaze to pull off than beta, but uh,
3: yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and, and this is what beta wants to do since, of, since ever since ever yeah. well, I yeah. mean they've always wanted to put magnets in the magnets yeah. they wanted before were too powerful and were going to tear they up they pulled the floor,
1: the floor up <laughs> um, I remember
3: this <laughs> so you know the fact that we've got a sturdier floor this year has meant that they and can and a flatter floor, do... floor yeah, too. yeah. means they can finally do what they finally well, what they set out to do
0: originally what is they trying to do this last season <laughs> no <laughs> with all the craters in it Uh yep. doing... I... well well We've made it. It's main event time. Uh, Valkyrie and Whiplash. Matt, talk us through the uh, the strategy and the fight itself because you didn't have your your big disc. You you, you know you talked up the fourteen inch disc, and yeah. it's nowhere to be seen. Why?
2: <laughs> so it's really because last two seasons we lost a tombstone. Mm-hmm. So like that big plow was just like. Because, I mean, Battlebox really wants to encourage people to, like, use all their active weapons. They want it to be, like, active weapon-focused. So we're like, <laughs> we're going to fight Tombstone. We're just going to go in with the normal robot, and, like, we'll be at a disadvantage, but, like, maybe we could pull it off. But, like, you know, when that fails two seasons in a row, it's like, okay, we're putting a big plow on there. <laughs> like, we, we can't do this anymore. So, uh You're yeah, lucky we- to
1: have two active weapons, basically, where you have yeah. the spinner and the lifter. And so yeah. there you go.
3: And Correct that's, me if I'm wrong. You. Can't. my next- the lifter yeah. is the main weapon, don't you? Yeah,
2: Yeah, the lifter is totally the main weapon. But uh, like you were saying, how we're lucky we have two weapons. When we take off the disc and we pull out the motors for the spinner, that's like 35 pounds right there that can be put back into armor. So that's like a lot of extra weight we had. Because that wedge weighed something like 45 pounds. It was pretty beefy. So I wasn't really too worried about them going through it or ripping it off. ripping it off. So honestly, I, I went into this fight. I mean, we'd never used the wedge before, so I wasn't exactly sure how it, how it would perform other than like driving in the street and, you know, sparring with other
0: Whiplash. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> did you do that? Did you have both Whiplashes fight each other? We we did have both Whiplashes fight each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah,
2: and we we did find some a uh, couple little fa- failure points when doing that, so it was a it was a
1: good thing for us to do.
2: But um, good to yeah. see
0: you in the streets, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's how it all started. It was just this is true. Yeah. you know, BattleBots wasn't, but Ro- Robot Wars, the original, yeah. was in the streets. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, it's, it's the great thing about having a lifter robot is that, you know, with the big spinners like you know Tombstone and you no know, Endgame and stuff, it's not really safe to test that unless you go somewhere like completely excluded from people or you have an arena or something. Mm-hmm. So with a lifter, it's really, we can kind of just drive it in the driveway in the street and, uh, it's relatively safe. So that's, that's, that's definitely a plus for us. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, going into this fight, I was honestly, I was pretty confident in the plow. I mean, I honestly, I thought it was kind of overkill, but I mean, they did end up taking a giant gash.
0: Out it did. It. Oh my like, gosh. On, yeah. one side. I, I, like, Valkyrie this season has really surprised me. And like, just, I mean, it's always been very powerful, but it's always had that Achilles heel of it'll hit you once, twice, yeah. and then that's game over. But this year, it just keeps yeah. hitting you, apparently.
2: Oh yeah. A, in like the very beginning of that fight, because I mean, they weren't spinning for all that long. But when they got that one hit on us, and they like grabbed the corner edge of our wedge and they flung us like all the way across the arena, I was like, the wedge is still on. Like that means it's built well enough. <laughs> that's probably like the most energy any horizontal spinner will release into that wedge and I mean, is stayed on. So like after that happened, I was like, I was pretty confident for the rest of the fight. You'd rather uh, a
3: hole in the wedge than a missing wedge.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. For sure. But, uh, yeah, it was really, all it came down to was just running into the weapon as hard and as fast as I can and trying not to let him get spun up. And, uh, yeah, I mean, these are the type of fights I love because when you're fighting a vertical spinner, it's really about like docking for position and getting from the side or the corners. With Valkyrie, it's just drive straight, straight into them in. as yeah. hard and as fast as you can. Like, it's kind of similar to our Sonalaiachi fight last year, where mm-hmm. it was just keep hitting them and hitting them and hitting them until they stop spinning.
0: Yeah. Were you trying to get them out of the arena?
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm always trying to get people out
0: of the arena. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you haven't done it yet, but I think this is the closest you've come, because like, there, was, there was one little one bit where the disc's kind of facing out across the door. And you're sneaking up behind. Yeah. And I just thought he's just going to take it out here. This is it, it, like it's finally going to happen. We're actually going to do it, and it, they just kind of bounced the wrong way and didn't really get to do it. But it, it, it was very close. It was I very was close. Really hoping for Valkyrie to get
3: hooked on the little um, the <laughs> handle.
2: Yeah. Uh, if that had happened, we may have had enough. If they were like actually stuck on that pin, we may have had enough leverage to actually lift, actually lift them out of the arena. I think had I Valkyrie
3: know. been up the other way, A you would have been yeah. able to get them on there easier, and then B <laughs> you could.
1: Him out. I feel like I feel like he might you might have had a better chance. Like your your dad's old robot uh, that he had for battle bots with Debbot and old Debsy, where it had the oh, four yeah. bar lifter. Uh, yeah. like it has a bit more of a push rather than just a lift up. That might have been yeah.
3: a, a, a that might have had a, a better chance of actually like combo? launching it up. Huh? <laughs> four bar and vertical combo for the new Oh silly. <laughs> <heavy four. laughs> A 2021 you never know but, uh, That'd be fun. no i'm convinced
2: our, our only way to get out of the arena would be like having someone on top of us and just doing like a full box stretch into the wall yeah. I, we at robo games we did that to steward snake and we actually yeah. got over the wall so like it's we know it's possible you just got right yeah, to get the right
0: yeah trying to get the right angle but making them stay still it long enough basically
2: yeah
0: <laughs> what um,
3: I do you like about the the plough design you have it's something that a lot of other teams may not do is that because you've got a lifter and your plough your lifter is set back into the plough um which means that the lifter is not the first thing that's getting hit yeah which is a a massive bonus because obviously we've seen in the past when you fought tombstone it's sort of hit the the frame of the the lifter first and then spun you into wheel and all sorts um so yeah, this this new design is is very clever indeed.
2: Yeah, it's, it's funny you mention that because like, you know how before the fight sometimes in the main events, they put like stats like this tip speed, like this robot has this much reach. Like they sent us an email like asking like how much like reach, how much horsepower. And I was I like... Well, in this configuration, we have negative three inches of reach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, true. so if I can use my words, I was kind of hoping they put something like that in. That'd be great. It's <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah. they haven't got any reach. They've got negative reach.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably why they didn't do stats in that, in that fight. Uh,
0: but <laughs>
2: but uh, Yeah, no, it worked out great. I mean, that was like you were saying, the idea was the first thing that hits the wedge and the lifters hid behind that. And, uh, you know, having the flat spatula kind of laying flat on the floor is great because they'd hit the wedge and then we could just kind of sneak underneath. And, you know, the lifter was just as effective with the plow on, which I thought was awesome. I mean, going into this fight, my biggest concern was that it would be a repeat of, uh, beta versus rotator. Where we couldn't, you know, get to use our weapon, and we just be pushing them around, and people be mad, and like whatever, another <laughs> controversial decision. Well, I
0: mean, it was far so. from that because, like, like yeah. obviously, Valkyrie did it, did its thing. You did your thing, and it was oh. like once again, the the driving was incredible. Like, yeah. you know, we, we've gushed enough about on this podcast over the years the yeah. fact that you know you are an exceptional driver. But like, yeah. every they so- harped
1: on it in this episode too, yeah. where they're like, Jenny's like, oh, he's been holding a, a transmitter <laughs> since he was one. Was like, oh. <laughs>
3: so it was like off apparently. Well, that was a
0: <laughs> but, it, but it's like you know, does it like does it get old? That like do, do you have, like is it?
1: Do you ever get tired of being told yeah. you're a great driver?
0: I
2: mean, it's, it's it's just what they say on the show now. I don't know. I'm just like <laughs> do whatever you got to do for your
1: show.
0: <laughs> I'm, fine I'm just it. here to do my well, job, well, guys. One thing I did, I did want to ask about that, as because obviously. Whiplash over the last couple of years, like I don't know how much has changed from Whiplash now. To say, say from Splatter, way, yeah. way back when. But like f- from the outside, at least, or at least from what you're saying, like internally, it doesn't change too much between seasons. It, it's, it's very consistent. Yeah. Do you think that's helped your driving because you know the machine already? Because yeah,
2: I think the yeah. biggest part of that that helps is the robot's like the main like core of the robot has had so much experience that I have like a hundred percent trust in it. And I'm not going to worry about like burning up motors, you know, if I do this or maybe more that I know the robot really well, like I kind of know its limits. And like, for example, in the Valkyrie fight, like the first half, like I was going like all out smashing into the walls and stuff. And kind of like halfway through, I dialed it down because I'm like, okay, like this is where things go bad sometimes. I was going to say, I didn't yeah. notice you
0: slow yeah. down towards the end. I, I did wonder if, it, like, if that was a, an intentional thing or a, you know, the machine starting to get a bit tired sort of thing. But from what you're saying, it was, it was premeditated
2: yeah for sure but um uh, yeah i think having all that experience with the robot and like being able to trust it is a is a big thing for us and especially in a fight like this where like there's really not all that much strategy it's just like drive towards them and hit them as hard and as fast as you can it's good to know that you could like trust the robot to survive those hits and uh mm-hmm. you know not just crap out on you <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely what you
3: know is what is the major is is there a major difference in how whiplash drives with the new uh brazil wheels
2: uh it drives a lot better i will say that it was a little bit slippery with old carefreeze and it, it also helps that we're not losing tires like we that, yeah i was going to say that too we're like
1: mm, ribot yeah. had that problem this year where they have these these hubs and then the wheels just kind of keel off and it's unfortunate
2: <laughs> oh yeah for sure no the, the carefreeze are uh they're they're definitely problematic to say the least but uh yeah, the brazil tires were awesome they were like probably one of my favorite improvements this year like the traction was like beautiful because i remember being kind of worried that like we might have too much traction and that mm. it might kind of like hinder our steering but uh i remember duck had those tires i think you know like season three and season mm. four and they drove amazing so based off that i was like okay this should probably be good and uh yeah it was a great great choice right. yeah
0: absolutely Well, that brings us to the end of the Fight Night card. Obviously, we did get to see the brackets afterwards. They went through the seedings. Um, We are actually going to do a full podcast on this um, today when you're watching this or when it's uploaded. Uh, It'll actually feature on Wednesday um, when we're going to post it ourselves. Um, Matt, obviously, you got Drew against Huge again.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're just Um, talking about this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thoughts? I mean, you know, Huge, obviously very unique robot. And it's had quite a, a yeah. tough season by, by all yeah. accounts. Like, what, were you concerned going in? Because obviously there's such a unique robot and, you know, it's yeah. so difficult to approach it.
2: Yeah. Like our fight against Huge last year was really weird because like our strategy worked great. But at the same time we had like everything possible go wrong. <laughs> so like that kind of allowed us to barely edge out the win. Like the first hit of the fight, they like took off a tire and like hit our weapon belt. Like immediately, so we were immediately
1: the fight changes. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Gosh, within like, you know, a few seconds there. So, uh, you know, having the new Brazil tires, we were going in, gave us some confidence that like, if they hit the wheel, it's not going to fall off. And, uh, we also protected the weapon pulleys. Like, I mean, there's like three eighths inch steel in front of it, but, uh, you know, huge also has a few different, I mean, this year we noticed that in a lot of the fights they were spinning down, which they didn't do against us and isn't something that I necessarily prepared for or thought about. So like knowing that they had the option to do that was a little bit nerve wracking, but uh, yeah, we huge was one of the robots that we had like a whole entire configuration built for them
0: specifically. <laughs> Just like everybody else this year, yeah, <laughs> a big set of arms. That <laughs> to... They're still rentable. I was gonna say, did did you? I mean, obviously we can't spoil too much, but was there a consideration to rent the bike rack?
2: uh, uh maybe a little bit, but uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but. Yeah, if I you know. Die a
0: hero and live long enough to become the villain. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, judging off that we had like a pretty good strategy last year, it was uh, I think just building upon that was the plan for this fight. And uh, sure, I mean, you, you know they obviously of... learned from our last fight. So uh, hmm. you never know what bar they're going to use or which way they'll be spinning or you know what they have up their sleeve. So uh,
3: they craft yeah. the boys down there. You will like, huge. One of very few robots who can actually reach huge.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know. I think we had commented on that the last time that we had talked about I think about we had Matt on last fighting. time when
0: we, when, when we spoke about the huge fight, yeah. actually. it was just, I, I seem to remember you talking about the huge fight with us last year, but yeah, it's all come around again. It's very strange. Obviously, um, Matt, thank you so much for your time. Once again, it's a joy to have you on. I do hope you'll come back uh, later on in the year, maybe. Who knows? Depending on how well Whiplash does, of course.
3: We'll
0: see. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, and that's pretty much something that, nicely, as I said, as I said in the middle of the podcast, don't go too crazy with the comments. You know, at the end of the day, everyone that are involved in the show are actually people. Uh, you know, they're, they're not actually robots themselves, so they do have feelings. You yep. know,
1: nice. don't get mad about the show because it went away once.
0: Don't it did. Test it. Well, you know, it lasted five seasons last time. You know, just touch with, stop, make sure. Don't keep... prod the bear. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm sure there'll be more battle to come. But yeah. we'll,
1: Discovery we'll... seems to love it quite a bit, and they're already right. planning so much for it. So,
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. With that said, I've been Sam Elliott64. I've been Steve the American Giljoy. I've been Walt of Woodjoy. I'm Matt from Liplash. And the three of us, at least, will see you next week for the first half of the round of 32. But not before that, we'll be having a special one off podcast talking about the round of 32 in its entirety. We'll see you then.